Dr. Brad Polinen is with us uh, from uh, Riverton Schools to do that. Uh, Dr. Polinen, good morning to you, sir. How's everything going in Riverton today? Good morning. The skies are blue. It looks like it's going to be a good day. Yeah, it sure is. So, listen, let's get the latest. I know you guys have been struggling with uh, trying to get open and uh, things going on. What is the latest on the status in Riverton? Well, right now we are continuing remote. We, we Our Board of Education had met on September 1st and decided that uh, we wanted to try to reopen today. Uh, unfortunately, within a week, we, we were notified of three positive cases from staff members, which qu- required us to isolate uh, others, and, and we were unable to open today. Our Board of Education is meeting this evening for its uh, regularly scheduled September meeting, and we'll be discussing what uh, next plans might be. Now, Dr. Pullen, and you guys, I know, have a limited access, I believe, to the building right now because you're in phase three with, the, with that uh, being shut down? Yeah, correct. We have uh, special education students largely attending school uh, as often as possible. Some are attending every day uh, that we are open except for Wednesdays uh, where we are all shut down. And, and our intent was to continue to increase that as much as we can to get more and more students in the building who need to be in person, who learn better that way. And we'll continue to try those efforts, uh, you know, depending upon what occurs in the future and, and how we proceed. Dr. Brad Polinen is with us from Riverton Schools here on uh, WMAY at 92.7, 94.7, and 9.70 a.m. Dr. Polinen, uh, you know, obviously uh, trying today to get back in uh, with, with uh, some kind of a hybrid learning plan. It didn't work out for today. Uh, I know you guys are going to keep trying, but are you also preparing for an extended period of Zoom learning? Absolutely. You know, I can't say enough about our staff and our teachers and our administration and the work that they have done since as early as April and trying to plan for all different types of scenarios. And it is not easy. It's, it, they are stressed out. It's challenging. Our families are as well. And we continue to try to provide an education the best we can. So we are truly trying to plan for every single possible scenario. As we know it's going to change. We know that consistency is likely not possible this year. I, I know, too, that, uh, uh, you know, giving that shout out to the teachers uh, we, in our building, we have a couple of uh, spouses of teachers here and we hear the stories 12 to 14 hour days. Is that what they're looking at in Riverton right now? Yes, I, I know they are. Uh, my wife's a teacher in Waynesville and, and I know the stress that she's going through right now and the challenges with planning every single day. So I see it. Uh, from her side, and, and I know that our teachers are, are trying as hard as they can as well. I, I did speak to one of our middle school science teachers last week, and she was saying how she is, you know, continuously sending emails throughout the day and into the evening and, and trying to meet the needs of our kids when they are working in such different hours than what we typically have scheduled during the day. Dr. Brad Polinen is with us from Riverton Schools here on WMAY at 92.7, 94.7, and 970 a.m. Dr. Polinen, what is the mood of the parents in Riverton right now? Is it frustration? Is it support? What's it looking like there? You know, I, I think you have a little bit of both. And, of course, everyone's frustrated and, and everyone is, is feeling the stress and the difficulties of uh, our, our continuous changes in learning model. But largely, you know, we have had a lot of support as well. As, as we know, there are those that, that see how hard we are trying to provide opportunities for kids. So just like with, you know, everything else, there, there's always opinions on either side of the spectrum. 
Dr. Poland and I know that a lot of utilities, and I'm not sure if the Village of Riverton did, but uh, but I know CWLP and a lot of other places uh, started uh, releasing power shutoff uh, slips to uh, various families that are behind on their power. Um, and obviously that could be a huge disruption to learning. Um, what steps are being taken to keep kids learning that might be in that situation where their house's power might get cut off? Well, you know, I was just made notice of a few that uh, ha- have been in that situation recently. And I know our village is, is trying to find those individuals and set up payment plans to prevent that from happening. But we have lots of community organizations who try to provide for those uh, families or find ways to get them what they need. For us as a school, when we have individual families who don't have internet, we're providing it for them uh, so their kids can learn. And, and we have had uh, several of our staff members going on home visits to try to help uh, the best that they can and get our kids set up for success when they are having difficulties. Yeah, I, I can imagine that that would be a little bit of a challenge because I, I realize Riverton are not exactly uh, uh, in the in the stature as far as household income goes is like a ball Chatham or something like that. So I know that uh, that's always a concern, you know, making sure that those go. So, so you've been doing a lot of those door-to-door checks? Yeah, we, we I wouldn't say a lot at this point, uh, but when it's necessary, we have. And, and I know, uh, again, I, I, I spent some time in our middle school last week, and one of our counselors uh, went on several home visits when I was there. Dr. Brad Polinen is with us from Riverton Schools on WMAY at 92.7, 94.7, and 970 AM. Uh, along that nature, Dr. Polinen, what about the meal programs that, of course, uh, you know, I believe Riverton had free breakfast and lunch, did they not, last year? And uh, Yeah. Yeah, that's going on. How, how is that going, you know, as far as uh, checking on uh, students, and are they getting any kind of uh, meal from the from the school? During this time, yeah, yeah, we we actually began the year coordinating a delivery service for our students, and our uh, transportation director has been leading that initiative. and And he reported on Friday that uh, we have been averaging uh, deliveries of about or, or meals for about twelve hundred kids. Recently, the uh, the federal government allowed an expansion of that to provide free breakfast and lunch to any student, and allowing us to expand to our birth to three program as well. So we're able to provide more meals to kids now, and he's working on coordinating that. Cool. And and I know, too, that this would probably gonna go under the category of you have bigger fish to fry right now, but there is a <laughs> rally going on uh, downtown uh, that's going to happen Saturday in support of high school sports. And I know you've heard from a lot of frustrated parents as far as the IHSA goes, and especially when it comes to football not being there. You know, your thoughts on that? Yeah, you know, I, I I have heard about that. That that is tough. As as a former high school and college athlete, I I can understand the frustration of the kids, and I'm sure I would would have been as well. You know, I I I don't know where that will go, and and I you know, of course, I hope it works out for the kids, and and we can uh, provide them with some opportunities. And I know that you know, in Riverton, our activities director has been advocating for anything possible uh, for our kids during this time. So we'll see where it goes. I, I'll, I'll be interested um, to see how our state reacts to it. Dr. Brad Pollen and Superintendent of Riverton Schools, listen, thank you so much for your time, and I hope you uh, let us uh, check in with you again maybe in a few weeks. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, guys. You bet. Thanks a lot.